Hello, welcome to the Dear Writer podcast. I'm Sarah. And I'm Ashley. We're two aspiring collaborative authors sharing our writing journey with you. The ups, the downs, and everything in between. Whether you're just starting out or a more experienced writer, we hope that you'll find this podcast inspiring and thought-provoking. And here's the show. Hey everyone, welcome back to Dear Writer. Today it is episode 21 and it's another one of our creative life episodes where we're talking about how we culture creativity in our lives. And today's topic is all about free-fall writing, what it is and how you can use it to spark creativity. So we should probably get straight into it. Sarah, do you want to tell us a bit about what free-fall writing is? Because this is quite a new area for me. Sure. So free-fall writing, or free writing it's sometimes called, is a writing exercise where you simply sit and write for a set period of time um, without taking your pen off the paper or your fingers off the keyboard, because you can do it on the computer as well. A key feature of it is that the writer is not supposed to stop and think. You aren't really supposed to worry about conventions or mechanics or your spelling or grammar. Sometimes people use a prompt to give them direction in their free writing, um, just something to get things going as such. But you can do it with no prompt as well. And the form of the writing is really completely up to the writer. It could be a short story or thoughts surrounding the topic. It can be like a list or a poem too, but usually it's, more of a flow of words as you're attempting to create like a direct connection between your thoughts and the paper or your document if you're writing on the computer. Basically, you don't want to be stopping and trying to think too hard about the right word, which is why people don't usually free write poems or lists because it has to flow. But there is no real wrong way to do it because The way everyone thinks is different. The pattern or flow of writing is going to be unique for that individual. So perhaps you naturally think quite poetically. And in that case, a poem would be appropriate so long as you're not editing it as you go. So that's a brief sort of introduction. Um, Ashley, you had a little bit more to add to it as well. Yeah. So when I, I obviously researched it a little bit once Sarah said this is what we were going to be doing on this episode. And from what I read, it sort of sounded a little bit like brainstorming to me uh, in the respect that you're writing down everything that you can think about a certain topic no matter how ridiculous it might be which is very similar to what you do when you brainstorm ideas around a certain topic however it is I guess there's quite a large point of difference in the fact that instead of writing keywords like you would when you're brainstorming you're writing in paragraphs or sentences which I guess makes it slightly different. But for those of you who have a more analytical mind like I do, that's sort of how I looked at it. It's also a little different because you are going to keep writing even if you are blocked, I guess either by repeating words if you wanted. Like, I don't know, if you get if it was a picture of a pen and you're like pen, 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 and then eventually write something else. Or you could even just write, I can't think of anything right now, which you wouldn't really do in a brainstorm. That would be weird. <laughs> Imagine one of those like big brainstorming bubbles and you've just written the word like I can't think of anything. <laughs> yeah. I can't think of anything. Like a pros and cons list. <laughs> I can't think of it. Can't think of anything. <laughs> nope, still can't think of anything. Some thoughts will come, I'm sure of it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> so why why do you think writers would use this technique? Sarah? I think there's a huge number of uses for it. It can help to bring out ideas and inspiration. 
something that may not have surfaced in your conscious mind. You might start with a topic and then find there's a story to tell, for example, and then decide to use it in a more formally structured writing session. Or it could be a form of journaling and getting your thoughts down and out of your head to process, or you could do it to process the events of the day. It can be quite cathartic. Uh, it can be any number of things. And if you try it, I'm sure that you'll probably find something that is your reasoning for doing it, which is quite personal to you. I think everyone kind of finds their own personal reason for it. What do you think, Ashley? I also think there's quite a few uh, reasons for trying out this free fall technique. When I was having a think about this question, like the first thing that came to mind was to help you overcome, I'm going to say the word writer's block. I think it can be a good way to start to get, you know, when ideas for when you're stuck. I don't know if you're stuck, say, in a certain chapter, you know, your prompt could be um, the issue you're stuck with. And if you just are free writing thoughts that come to your mind, it could be a good way to get around that. And also just getting words down, I find when I'm stuck writing helps a lot. So it kind of plays into that strategy. Like you said, it's a really good way to start to generate ideas. So again, just by writing down whatever comes to mind about a certain topic or even not a topic at all, just thoughts that are in your mind. Sometimes you can find that there is a story somewhere in there that could be an interesting topic to start exploring. I also think it can be I don't know if this is like a thing, but this is sort of what I thought, uh, that it could be an interesting insight into finding your writing style because you're not trying to stick to any preformed style Mm. or way. So I think it's probably a good way to see what, how you write, if it makes any sense, like at your most basic instinctual level, which is quite cool. I don't know how useful that is, but it's got to be useful for something. I definitely think it gives insight, like Mm -hmm. you're saying. Whether or not you can find a use for that, I don't know. But I think that's at least an interesting side thing that might help you find your character's voice. voice Yeah, maybe. You might find that you're more poetical kind of writer and you you like to use like more description, which Mm -hmm. might trend more towards literary writing, for example. Definitely. So I think that could be quite Mm. interesting. Yes. Anyway, so that's sort of my thoughts on it at the moment. Have you ever tried this before, Sarah? I have. So I first discovered it during my creative dance class, which we've mentioned once before on our culture and creativity episodes. So that was pretty interesting. We kind of had an activity or something and then we all came down and opened our books and had about 10 minutes of pre-writing time. And that was the first time I ever tried it. And I was quite intrigued to see the things that I had written down and after coming back to it and reading through it. And then before COVID-19 happened, I also went to a writer's society here in Calgary where I was a part of the writer's society and they'd hold some free fall writing sessions every Friday, which I participated in. And it was really fun. We'd have a prompt. We'd write for 10 minutes and then share it if we wanted, but we didn't have to. And it was really interesting just to see how different people interpreted a prompt and what different thoughts came up out of the prompt yeah did everyone seem to enjoy that slash share their writing yeah most people would share unless it was something that was really personal I think when you do it with a prompt it's a bit easier you're less likely to come up with we'll see later and when we read out our experiences of it kind of how it developed and 
why prompts kind of are a little bit easier to work with sometimes. Mm -hmm. But yeah, it was quite fun. Sometimes the only thing that I found with it is that it takes a little bit of practice. I tend to have the prompts trigger memories. And then so like, it's fine to write about a memory. And that's totally cool for your free writing. But when you begin to get a bit more creative with it you start getting more ideas coming into your head when you get a prompt and so then rather than just like writing the memory or it'll end up into like something that's a bit more creative and a little bit different like the more you do it I found so it's kind of strange because you still are writing directly from what you're thinking but as you get more practice at the free writing it comes a bit easier right that's what I'd say <laughs> was it weird doing it with a group of people? Not really. I think it was almost better that way in some ways. Okay. Because as long as like no one's, that was the other thing is that we never critiqued the work. It wasn't a critique yeah. writing group. It was simply to share it. And so, you know, if everyone was like positive and they'd be like, oh, I really liked the way you, or this particular sentence, or it kind of gave you a bit more insight into your writing. Mm-hmm but without the sort of negative critique because the thoughts could be quite personal. Everyone was quite kind and Mm -hmm. quite open, I think. So I guess it depends what group of people you write with. Mostly people seem to be pretty happy to share and occasionally you'll be like, oh, this one's too personal. (laughs) I'm going to pass and that was fine. Yeah, that's real interesting. (laughs) Yeah. I, as you can probably tell, I have pretty much, I've never tried it and I'd never even heard of it until Sarah mentioned it on the podcast a while ago and then she had mentioned that she wanted to try and do a free fall writing exercise on the podcast so this is what this episode is so I'm quite well obviously we I did try it in preparation for this this podcast and we'll go into that in a bit more detail but before that I was quite excited to give it a go because it I'm not sure how to phrase this properly it sounds like a very interesting way to express creativity that I had never really tried before Uh, because usually our Mm. writing is very structured and we have a very specific voice that we're channeling and even other things that I've written like even if I've written little parts of stories on my own they all have a very purposeful voice in there so yeah I was really intrigued to try and see what would happen basically (laughs) what would come (laughs) out of my pen when I tried it so yeah I guess that kind of brings us to what our we've termed our homework was for this podcast. Sarah and I both took the time before this podcast to do a couple free writing exercises. And then we thought we'd show, well, we'd read them to you so you could see how one such free fall writing exercise could look like. So for the first exercise, we both had a prompt, which Sarah's lovely husband, Dan, provided for us in a very cryptic email. Yeah. <laughs> we, we didn't want to, I didn't want to think about it too hard. Mm. So I couldn't give the prompt myself because then I'd start thinking about it and thinking about what I was going to write so I was like oh we'll get Dan to send us an email about it and then I only I can view the email and write straight away so that was why we did it that way and he was very enthusiastic about it and (laughs) supplied us with a photo he did well I like because I was worried that when the email came through if it was like a word prompt or something that had come up in the because you know you can start reading the text of your emails yeah, when they come yeah. through on your phone. So I was worried that would happen. So I hadn't really looked at my phone and then I realized he hadn't done that. And I was like, ah, oh. then I got to the prompt. <laughs> I opened it and I was like, oh, he's even attached it as a PDF. He's like double protected the picture. <laughs> and then when you open the PDF, <laughs> the, it's just this, this, your writing prompt follows. And I was like, he's even like triply protected it so that we can't <laughs> yeah. get down to it until we're ready to start writing. 
It was very well thought yes. out. Do you think we should share what the prompt was first or should we read what we wrote and then tell them what the prompt was at the I end? I think we'll read what we wrote first and then explain the prompt because we can even explain a little bit about where the prompt came from as well. Okay. Because it's a bit of a story behind okay. it. <laughs> Who shall we do first? We can maybe do mine because it's less obvious as to what the prompt was (laughs) yeah okay it's fine so I did my I've been very busy this week so I found the time to do this one while I was waiting for my girl guide session to start so I was there quite early so I prepared to do it then unfortunately people started arriving so I was only able to do it for five minutes instead we had talked about doing it for 10 minutes but I only managed to do it for five minutes which I think was enough time anyways to get into the yeah, flow of it. Yeah. So mine, I wrote it by hand as well on a random notepad that I found. So this is how it goes. Sharks remind me of younger years of my life. Fishing, adventuring on the big blue ocean with family, the swirling blue ocean, always alive, always breathing with life, new and undiscovered. Swarms of fish, sharks, dolphins, whales, and birds vying for the same thing, food, the need to survive, the fuel to keep living life, and the will to keep swimming. Green and blue bubbles thrash the ocean surface, a tornado of beings thrashing and darting to prevent consumption or to consume. White water, frothy and chaotic. Fish swim for their lives. Birds dart from the heavens, piercing the water with your beaks and washing into the abyss of the ocean. I think it's really cool. <laughs> it's quite nice imagery that came out. Yeah, I think so. So what I did was I had my pen and paper and timer and then I pretty much opened the picture and pushed go and then wrote pretty much the first thing that I saw. I didn't really take time to look at the picture, if that makes any sense, which is why, well, obviously there was a shark in the picture, which I think you can probably tell from this. So that's where (laughs) my mind like immediately went to. I think that's why we get a weird fishing kind of thing. And then I guess I just let the thoughts flow from shark to ocean to, I'm kind of describing one of those workup things <laughs> where you've got all the fish jumping around and like all the sharks and things trying to eat it it's kind of where it went um, I think that's cool though like I mean as you guys will see very shortly our pieces of writing are very different mm-hmm. but I think that kind of shows the versatility of free writing and as I said at the start there's no wrong way of doing it like you you just put your pen to the paper and write and whatever comes out it's just interesting Hmm. thoughts so I think it's really cool I was very intrigued at where it went (laughs) I was like oh okay (laughs) this is where we've gone and then I was kind of aware that where it had started to go and I was like well but now I can't stop because this is where my mind has gone and the whole point is just to keep writing whatever comes out so I thought it was quite good I mean you can still like change directions if you're like okay I've run out of that yeah now like and start but <laughs> it does kind of show how like one thought trends yeah. towards another which is cool you'll definitely see that yeah. when we do the next one I think when I first tried it it was mm-hmm. kind of similar to that you know the first time I did it I looked out the window and then so I started describing greenery <laughs> and it just transformed into these thoughts like going from one to the other mine this time I guess as I said before, when you get more practiced at it, you find that the thoughts come to you in different ways. Or like, you know, you might have a story leap immediately into your mind. And so you start writing the story, which is basically what's happened (laughs) for mine. So I will read mine now, if that's all good. Yep, go for it. If you have anything else you wanted to say, I guess we can talk about it a bit more later about our overall experience. Yep, nope, sounds good. Go for it. Okay, so I wrote mine on my laptop in the evening after dinner and I gave myself like a full 10 minutes to do it. 
I also sort of took in the picture first and then just started writing. So here it is. Annie rounded the corner, her bag drooping on her back as she dragged her tired legs toward home. And then she stopped. There was a shark implanted headfirst in the roof of her house. A giant, ugly, plastic, thankfully, shark. Annie took the scene in, sighed, and walked inside. Mum, there's a shark in the roof of our house. I know. I've been on hold with the building company all afternoon. They're going to crane it out. Her mother looked frazzled, her face flushed and her hair frizzing over her shoulders. Plaster coated the living room and the shark's monstrous face leered down at them, its teeth bared, the eyes cold black and beady. The open jaws were only centimetres away from devouring their television. How in the hell? Language, Annie, her mother said. But how, Annie repeated, staring at her mother in confusion. The day was a perfect cloudless blue. She might have expected something like this in tornado weather, but there hadn't been anything, not even a breeze. She had simply arrived home to find this. Annie's mum didn't respond. Apparently, the builders or whoever they were chose that moment to answer. Finally, Annie's mum breathed, rolling her eyes. Hi, yes, we have a shark embedded in the roof of our living room. I know, ha ha, I need to get it out. The builders said something and Annie could guess what. It was supposed to be installed over top of the new aquarium, but it fell off the plane on the way over. Finally, an explanation. Look, can you remove it or not? And that's it. <laughs> I like it. It's so <laughs> random, but I really like it. <laughs> it is really random, but then that was yeah. partly due to the prompt. <laughs> the prompt <laughs> was quite random. <laughs> um, so just to yeah, explain the prompt, different. it's known as the Headington Shark. And it's a rooftop sculpture located at 2 New High Street, Headington in Oxford, England, depicting a large shark embedded headfirst in the roof of a house. So it's really just um, artwork. It's not a, actually a real shark or and it doesn't actually protrude into the house, but it kind of looks like <laughs> it does. So that was Such what the prompt was. Prompt. And if you're, if you're interested in it, you can look it up. It's was quite controversial apparently <laughs> but yes <laughs> as you can imagine when you have what looks like a giant shark embedded yep. in the house I'm sure the neighbors weren't particularly pleased no so when so I was gonna ask, so when you yeah so wrote this did it just spark a story immediately yeah basically so I saw that and just started writing and just kept writing and yeah I think I always, I find it quite easy to do for like just a really brief, short, random yeah. story out of nowhere where I can just sit down and write <laughs> when it's more structured with like bullet points. I, I find yeah. it quite hard, which I guess shows that it's potentially like our style differences a bit because I do tend to be a bit more mm -hmm. free about my writing and sort of go off the cuff a bit more than what Ashley does, which is why I find writing to the bullet points a little bit harder. But I think, yeah, it's free writing is really good exercise to, to try and just spark ideas that way. Like, you know, you might start a story and be like, oh, actually, this is a really cool story. I'm going to turn this into a novel or something. And whether you go away from that and then plan something that's way more structured, you know, it's totally up to you or you could just keep writing. So that is one of the things that I find quite interesting about free writing. It's real interesting. I just find it real real cool that yours sparked an entire story like a mini story thing that's the last thing that crossed my mind like I wouldn't 
unless I had known that you could do that, I wouldn't have thought of doing that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I think it, it almost worked quite well. Like I didn't give Ashley very much to go on about free writing. I kind of like explained a little bit of what it was and then was like, here's what Wikipedia has to say about it. <laughs> And then I was like, go. <laughs> I didn't even read the Wikipedia article until we, um, till I made the outline after I'd already done the pieces. I literally just took whatever you had told me in the Facebook chat and I was like, okay, we'll just go with it. I think though, as I said earlier, it just really shows the versatility of it and how different one person's um, thoughts can be from another person's thoughts. And it's what's really interesting is that with us writing together all the time, I guess you could almost expect that we might come up with something similar, but we came up with something entirely different, which is, it's, it's quite cool. Just how it shows the individuality mm-hmm. a bit more, I guess. So we did a second piece as well, which we did without a prompt this time around. Do yeah. you want to just get straight into those? Yeah, I think we okay. can. So because I'm a scientist, I decided that I had to replicate as best as I could the same conditions as the first time (laughs) so uh, even though I had more time the second time round, I did stick with five minutes because that's what I had done before I even used Mm -hmm. the same notebook um, (laughs) as I had before and so therefore I also wrote by hand so this time I was at our kitchen table and I guess I had there was a placemat on the table so to kind of explain it our table is plain there's nothing on it and I'm facing a blank wall but there was a coat like a little coaster placemat thing which had a pie on it which is I think where this came from um and it kind <laughs> of anyways I'll, I'll read what I've written and then I'll kind of explain a bit more it gets a bit it gets a bit weird I apologize <laughs> strawberry pie I've never made one nor thought of making one crisp pastry wrapping sweet supple berries perfectly browned on top with slits letting out hot steam. Imagine the reactions taking place. Mallard browning gives us the delicious mouth-watering taste of fresh-baked pastry. Flaky and crisp. Molecules bouncing into each other, colliding and reacting. Bonds forming, bonds breaking, in a dance of chemistry in its simplest form. Back to basics, back to the elemental, and back to a time when life, nope, science was more magical. Baking was more than just the transfer of heat from the element in the oven to the pie in question. The increasing speed of molecules, collisions, heat transfer. I didn't, yeah, it went a direction I wasn't anticipating, but it was fine. <laughs> um, the pie on the placement wasn't actually even strawberry. It was blueberry. So I'm not sure why strawberry came up, but that's kind of what happened. <laughs> and then it went weird and sciencey. I have a feeling it's because I've been preparing for lectures and yeah, I'm guessing that's probably why that's where my mind went. Although my lectures are nothing to do with this topic, but probably kind of brought it to... Well, brings work. like work to, yeah. to the surface, right? Yeah. I think that is the thing that I found with, without a prompt is that if you have anything going on in your mind, then you're going to end up just spewing onto the paper. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty much what happened. <laughs> Which... It's kind of what I had, but in a slightly different way. (laughs) So I wrote for 10 minutes again on a laptop and it ended up being about a page, but I just decided to share the first paragraph with you as it's a little bit personal for me to share over the podcast. Fair enough. So, and it kind of explains itself. So I'll just head straight into it. As I sit down to complete this, I just can't get the big things out of my head. The big things that keep swimming around and around until it makes me dizzy. This is the thing. 
For me, without a prompt, free writing merely becomes a journal entry because my thoughts are far too numerous to be reined into a single topic. For focus, I need a task, something to do that occupies my brain instead of it traveling on its same old familiar route. So what is in my head today, you ask? Well, quite a lot, <laughs> dot, dot, dot. And I'm going to leave that <laughs> as a cliffhanger. It's because, very dramatic. Yeah. It kind of, it reads like... This might sound weird, but it reads like the start of one of those novels where someone's like prefacing the ridiculousness that's about to follow. And they're like, so this is what's happening. And well, you can read on and let me know what you think. At your own peril. (laughs) But it's quite interesting, the difference, because mine, I guess I technically then just found myself a prompt sort of subconsciously rather than, I guess, it becoming a journal entry. And I never journal write either. So that also could possibly be why I didn't like go into more of a journal-y mm. type thing because I never do it because I, it's just not something I like. Your worries. I have done quite a bit of journaling. I haven't been recently, but so yeah, just because there's like so much going on in my head and I get really stuck in my head. I'm sure a lot of writers can relate to this. So I didn't even see any of my surroundings. Like, I'm sure I could have, you know, come up with a prompt or something. But, you know, my my mind didn't even go to that. It just went straight to, oh my gosh, this happened today and that happened today and that happened today. (laughs) I will admit trying it twice because I tried it the first time. And I realized, I was like, I can't share this. (laughs) And I was like, but, you know, I didn't really want to delete it. So I was like, oh, just try again another night. It'll be fine. I was like, I've probably just got too much on the brain today. And then I tried to get another night and the same thing happened. So I was like, oh, whatever. That's just the way it goes. That's what free writing is. (laughs) So yeah, it just turned into a journal entry. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that though, I don't think. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with it being a journal entry, but I think I prefer the prompts just because it brings up like the more creative stuff for me. And Mm -hmm. then I can kind of, I don't know, extrapolate like new ideas and stuff better that way. So I guess if you're looking for inspiration, new ideas, then maybe writing about a prompt might be a good way to do it Mm -hmm. rather than necessarily free writing. If you're like me and you think way too much and you (laughs) ruminate on your thoughts over and over again. I guess if you did a, um, if you had a more generic prompt, it might kind of be a happy medium between the two mm. ways like if your prompt was like the color pink I don't know like something a bit more generic so your mind has a little bit more room yeah to create but you still have you know the constraints of a direction to go rather than just being like whoa I don't know <laughs> so what were your overall thoughts from it like being first time doing free writing I enjoyed it so I found the one with the prompt definitely easier because I guess it just like flick something in your mind and you're like okay go the one just without a prompt I feel like I kind of cheated because I made myself a prompt mostly because no, that's not cheating, I wasn't though. really sure what like you're I don't know what you were supposed to do without a, a prompt I kind of thought I don't know if something would just come to me but then I was like uh, nothing comes to me look there's a pie on that <laughs> I'll just write about that but that's fine. That's something yeah, coming to you. That's true. <laughs> I don't know. So I think I definitely prefer the one with a prompt. And I can probably, I could probably see the one with a prompt. I can like see a use for it, even for if we're writing, say, our books, for example, and I'm stuck. You, I feel like I could actually use it as a tool to unstick myself mm-hmm. by giving myself a prompt relevant to the novel, if that makes any sense. And then yeah. being able to use that to get around sticking points. 
Whereas I think the one without a prompt is a little bit harder. <laughs> I think it's the without a prompt is more if you're wanting to kind of consolidate your thoughts mm-hmm. and to get them out of your brain and onto the paper like it it feels more of a journaling kind of thing well for me but not necessarily but I guess you know like it just brings in a versatility to it and like a sort of openness to receiving ideas from like outside sources Mm -hmm. and the more you did it I think the better at it you'd get for without a prompt like I, I think I haven't really done very much without a prompt ever before so I was like you know I just went default and was like Journal entry. this is what I'm thinking Blah. <laughs> <laughs> which is as we say it's fine to do that but yeah also I found it mildly uncomfortable in some strange ways <laughs> I was like I don't want this to be a journal entry I was like I'm writing what I think but I don't want to be writing what I think <laughs> maybe I should have written that but also, like, yeah, that's the other thing is that sometimes you have more than one thought going on. Yeah, at, once, at the same time. Mm-hmm. Which is slightly confusing because you don't know what to write. Because <laughs> I'll be, like, thinking about two things at once about, like, you know, on one side I've got, like, all the events of the day happening. And then on the other side I'm thinking about, like, the actual writing of mm-hmm. it. And then on the other side of things it's, like, thinking about what I want the writing to be. And it's so it's quite complex, really. It's like yeah, it was. It was these complex. layers of thoughts and you're like, where do I even start with this? I probably, I think writing it by hand helped me because it was a lot slower. Mm. Yeah, than typing it out. So I, I didn't actually have to think that far ahead because by the time I got, you know, kind of far through, it was like my time was up. I don't know how yeah. it would have panned out if I had typed it because my typing's a lot faster than my writing by hand so that would be interesting to see if that would have changed anything or not Mm -hmm. probably would have been a lot more oh because you'll see in one part where I like obviously there was a I didn't want to use that word and I was like back to the elemental and back to time when life no science like obviously I had written I wrote life and I was like no I don't want that word and then I was like oh no I can't cross it out and I was like no (laughs) science it's funny so I think it probably would have been more of that if I had typed it yeah well (laughs) no it was very interesting might do it again if I get stuck in things I think or at least the prompt one yeah so I think we we are probably out of time now so I'm just trying to think <laughs> so next week we are having another of our author spotlight series where we talk to other writers about their writing journey so tune into that yeah in that same vein though we do have some spots left on our author spotlight section so if you're keen to join us and have a chat about your writing, um, any books that might be coming out, feel free to apply. You can just do that by heading to our website, lindersoncreations.com and going to the podcast section and there should be a link there that you can follow and fill out a form. It's just to help us get to know you a bit better and know what sort of questions to ask you. Yeah, and we are also available if you wanted to chat with us you can get hold of us on facebook or instagram at just linderson creations and it would be really great if you could if you liked this show if you would rate and review on apple Podcasts or subscribe on any other podcatcher that you use tell a friend about us and yeah happy writing everyone mm-hmm.